For the latest New York GA news and other Irish American sports stories, visit thelonghaulpodcast.com where you'll find all of our latest podcasts, including our review podcast on the Katie Taylor versus Amanda Serrano fight, an interview with Kerry football legend Pat Spillane, and a podcast with Mead football legend Graham Garrity. So I'm delighted to have uh, County Chair John Henshey with me ahead of the Talton Cup game at, at the weekend. John, um, it's a huge game for New York. How important is this competition to New York? This is probably the biggest competition, really. I mean, you know, in terms of us getting second game and getting into a competition where, you know, we're playing Division 3 and 4 teams, which is very important for us to, to be playing. Um, I mean, look, we love the Connacht Championship and stuff, but... Oh. Mayo and Galway are, are, are very formidable opponents, um, to say the least. But getting an opportunity to travel home and, and, and to play is huge for our county and it's huge for our players. And it's the first time New York are playing a team outside of Connacht, so it's a, it's bigger. It's getting a bigger appeal for New York. You're, you're kind of widening the horizon, making poor, more people aware of what's going on here in New York. Yeah, no question. Um, I mean, just the opportunity to play a county that we haven't ever played before. And please God, the, the Talton will be a success and stuff because I personally think it's huge for for counties and it's a lovely pathway towards the top tier of championship and I, I think it's a really good stepping stone for, for all of us and something for us to strive to. So uh, New York, of course, lost to Sligo a couple of weeks ago, uh, had to uh, dust, <laughs> dust everything down and get set again. Um, I'm sure it's been tough on the admin side, um, getting the logistics together to go back home to Ireland. How hard has it been to get all this uh, this together? I think it's 2001 was the last time a New York team went home. Yeah, it's been, it's been pretty intense. Um, it's easy to say fly into Dublin. You don't know who you're playing. So accommodation is huge. You can't just make these decisions the morning of a draw and try and get accommodation, especially with you know, the lack of accommodation currently um, in, in Dublin and hotels and the prices and stuff. So um, we had to kind of bite a bullet and, ro- and roll a dice in terms of where we would potentially uh, locate ourselves. So um, once we decided that, everything just fell into place. Uh, the cost of it I know you're trying to develop the, uh, the, the clubhouse here in front of us uh, obviously this is going to take a hit on finances but uh, how has everything come together has there been a lot of sponsors come forward uh, how, how have you gotten the money together for it to, to cover, the tr- cover the cost of the trip I think we're all remortgaging houses uh, no I mean look our sponsors are amazing um, you know there was a lot of people came up to us afterwards and just you know wanted to help out the players and stuff uh, you know specifically into the players fund and stuff it's very difficult to, to, to fund on top of what we're doing currently with the building um, because that thing is going to consume quite a lot of finances and resources and, um, you know, we really don't have the budget, you know, for any major elaborate expenditures. Um, So, you know, our players are, are, are brilliant and our management team are amazing. You know, there's no crazy demands there's nothing more than what they need and stuff so I mean we're very blessed on, on, on that level I mean we've a fantastic setup here I mean I can't even begin to thank them for what they do for us so going on here behind us, people can hear that the, there's a couple of footballs being kicked around. The, there's a couple of underage teams, a couple of underage players. Tell me what's going on here tonight. Uh, so a little bit of short notice, but we just they, um, the boys offered to do like a little meet and greet with the minor board, um, our youth and stuff, and get them down here to get a ball kicked. And uh, as you can see, there's a whole load of footballs here all being signed by our players and a little training session with them and a run around and just predominantly good feel. Uh, vibe to everything and to give the lads a really good send off tomorrow evening. 
Isn't that what it's all about? Uh, getting the youth involved, seeing the, the the players to aspire to. I presume they're all American. They're all American-born kids here, and seeing their their fellow American-born players on the panel it must mean a lot. We're we live in New York. I don't think there's anything else to say to that. We live in New York. Yeah. You know, um, it's about them. This is their county. You know, we bring bits to it. They're the future. And like it's the warmer weather now, so how important is the Talton Cup to like with the warmer climate as opposed to a couple of weeks ago when it was a lot colder to do events like this? So like it's all generating that exposure for the New York team. Yeah, I mean, look, the weather is is definitely much easier to train in at the moment. Mind you, you wouldn't say that today. It's ninety six degrees, but uh, um, you know, in general, it's it's much easier. And I'm mean, the, the young ones are all playing their own club matches and stuff as well now. So it's kind of like we're kind of starting our season. And the younger ones are kind of winding theirs down, so it's kind of we're just kind of meeting, meshing in the middle at the minute. Um, but it's it's just phenomenal to see everybody here this evening. The, so John, the, the club scene has kicked off here uh, this year. It has been a success even through COVID. The last two years, a ph- phenomenal job by yourself and the county board to get things done in 2020. 2021 was another success. Uh, we're look, we've already started 2022. What's the numbers like? What are the team levels like this year? Yeah, um, there's a slight change in it this year because, needless to say, a lot of people haven't been able to travel. For various reasons, you had to be vaccinated, you needed certs, you needed PCRs, you needed... There was so much and it was changing on a, on, on kind of like a daily basis at one stage. It was it was ridiculous um, to try and plan anything. Um, so we are seeing a lot of requests for clubs that might have multiple players missing at a time. And that's understandable as well. However, it doesn't bode well for the schedule. So, you know, when you hear clubs wanting to finish a championship and be finished by the end of August, start of September, because... They're going back to college. Uh, it's not possible, not with the number of games we have. I mean, we have, I think we played, was it last year in Gaelic Park, I think it was 187 games in total, which is a phenomenal amount of games. I mean, we've, and you see it yourself with, between novice and junior and junior A and junior B and intermediate and senior and hurling junior, you know, senior and junior as well. And then you have your U20s and stuff. So it's a lot of games. Um, I think, it, you know, we're going to have a lot of scheduling issues this year because needless to say our seniors and intermediates are not available to us right now um they come back god willing they're going home again from the 19th uh we'll definitely mortgage in the houses remortgaging at that stage and then you've the juniors um, traveling for the all ireland so that'll interfere with the latter end of the, 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 the lower tiers of our, our our um clubs so yeah it's going to be a lot of moving this year when's it when are the juniors playing they're playing on the 8th, and if they win, they're playing the final on the 10th. Okay. So that's going to upset the, the, the fixtures. Take the junior fixtures is going to predominantly affect the majority of, and it's it's an all-American team we're sending home. Um, so it'll there'll be an adverse reaction to Shannon Gales, Rangers, uh, Barnabas, Rockland, and then the other clubs, maybe one or two, but those four in particular will have a chunk of those players. I'm sure it's a headache you're willing to take to just to get these fellas out into Ireland to play. Like we had the colleges teams a couple of months ago as well. It's uh, it's great to get games outside of uh, outside of New York. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, look, I mean, look, logistically, it's it's you know, it's not like you can just hop in the car and you're in Dublin in three hours or whatever the case is. I mean, there's a lot of work goes into it. But yeah, I mean, we want to be part of, um, and we're not afraid to be part of it either. Um, so whatever it takes, I mean, it's up to us, you know. Will the, um, the split season now at home, will, how will that affect the, the summer sanctions here this year? Have you seen any kind of effect or how will it affect it at all? Um, 
Okay, so there's a couple of things with it. I mean, look, ultimately, it is going to affect the summer sanctions, and I know the clubs are going to be looking for seasons to be finished by the time they have to go home because needless, their, their club championship will probably start mid-August, or it was might and finish. Um, unfortunately, that's the dice you're going to roll here. If we've learned anything the last two years, it is the dependency on your home base, working to build that base, keep that base. And it's the boy, the young man that's travelling out here that's staying long term. He should be your goal player. Um, yes, our sanctions are, bring a ton to this county. Don't get me wrong. We love seeing them. They bring a huge uh, enthusiasm. The crowd like it. You know, I mean, they bring a, a real boost of energy into any club. But to rely on it is very silly really in my book I mean I think we have to be very self-sufficient it it certainly will have um, an effect there's no question it will as the club at home is going to call they're going to go home and why wouldn't they They, that's their club tell me what's the breakdown on how many teams are playing football this year and how many teams are playing hurling we have eight hurling uh, between junior and senior and 38 football football and that and then plus eight hurling and then U20s and is the hurling broken down to four senior and four junior? Yeah, okay. yeah, pretty much, yeah. And what are we looking at uh, for, uh, just to get my holiday started for Scepter, for the, the semi-final and the finals? What, what, what kind of dates are we looking at for the the um, the finals? Christmas. Um, it, it, I, you know what, again, like everything else, if a club looks for a weekend off or something comes up and you get rain outs and schedule gets interfered with, it pushes everything back. Yeah. It's very difficult to say. I mean, we'll be doing our best to try and get the intermediate and senior completed end of August, start of September. It would be the goal. Will we get it all? People forget that there's other divisions that need to be played and then you've te- you have clubs with multiple teams. And there's a conflict of schedule right there. You can't put up a Barnabas Junior A tonight and put their seniors up tomorrow when they've got players moving between the two. You know, So it, it, it's logistically, our schedule logistically is crazy. No problem. And you'll be back to me shortly about some updates on the, the clubhouse behind well, it. Well, I can give you just one la- one small bit. Uh, permits have been approved. Everything is go. As you can see, new fences gone in. All the surveys had to be redone because the last time all of them were done was 2020. Um, so there's a lot of refiling. Um, you know, you're dealing with the DOB. It's a, it's a, they're a whole um, other entity on their own um, so we got approved our permit was approved on Friday and we are literally waiting for Slattery Drillin to let us know what day next week he's to, his machine can come in to start the load test so yeah finally finally it's been a long road yeah. we'll do one we'll do a podcast of going through the, the planning and stuff we will no no we won't I am very busy for until like I said see thanks John <laughs> for the latest New York GA news and other Irish American sports stories visit thelonghaulpodcast.com where you'll find all of our latest podcasts including our review podcast on the Katie Taylor versus Amanda Serrano fight an interview with Kerry football legend Pat Spillane and a podcast with Mead football legend Graham Garrity and don't forget to follow us on Facebook Instagram and Twitter at the Long Haul Pod. <laughs>